Welcome to the Advisor Arena Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Malm and Josh Watson. This show is designed to share ideas and help you gain insight from some of your most successful peers. We will discuss industry news, hot topics, and challenges you may face, as well as give you some possible solutions. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody. It is Jamie Malm, your host for the Advisor Arena Podcast, and I've got Josh Watson with me. How are you, Josh? I am doing great, Jamie. How are you today? Well, it's the first day back as we're recording this from Thanksgiving break. So I I don't know that there has been another time off where I have literally done nothing for that many days in a row, but it was kind of nice. I know. I mean, with everything closed down and all the craziness, it was a perfect time just to hang at home with the family and uh, enjoy some turkey and hang out. I'll, I'll agree with you. It was actually really nice to just have some, some downtime and some hangout time. Yeah, I, I was kind of sad uh, a couple days before Thanksgiving because we decided not to have our big extended family Thanksgiving at my grandparents' ranch, which is what we've done for every single holiday uh, long before I was born. I think this would have been the 80th year that they've had about you know, 50 of us get together. And so I was kind of sad that we weren't doing that, which I did miss everybody. But this was the first year that my husband and I haven't made you know, stops at like five different places on Thanksgiving or, you know, we do the same thing on Christmas. We took a walk. I took a nap. <laughs> we watched a movie. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. Different routine for sure. And there are a ton of Christmas movies out right now. So um, we did get our fair share of those in as well. Mm, yeah. We've got our old standby. So Christmas vacation is always first on our list. That's always what the kids want first. And my favorite, which is not that well known, the family stone. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yes. I actually, per your advice, we watched that one last Christmas and I'll give it two thumbs up for sure. So does Jenna. We thought it was great. I love that one. Okay. But we are talking today about some of these changes and people being able to adapt, do things a little bit differently. Obviously we've had a lot of that this year and This is typically the time of year where we start talking plans for marketing and we get everything outlined for upcoming seminars. And I know I'm taking calls from people saying, I don't know that I want to schedule these and get something in the works that I'm not going to be able to end up actually holding. So you and I are going to talk about what planning looks like this year and how to really get out ahead of it. Right. No, it's really, really different this year. Um, and you're exactly right. How it's, it's, there's so much up in the air right now. It's tough to really plan. Okay. What type of, of, of events am I going to do knowing that I may not even be able to do one. So I think this year, I, I think having a plan a and probably a plan B would be a good idea. Yeah, I know I've mentioned this uh, to our listeners before, but for the last year or so, I have been a participant in Michael Hyatt's business accelerator training. And every Monday we do a coaching call and it's people across all industries. And without fail, it is always interesting to hear people in, in all these other industries and the challenges that they're having, because it just resonates so much with the coaching that we do for our advisors and what we're hearing from, you know, financial advisors, it's the same thing for fast food owners, for boutique owners. 
anybody that's running a business right now is adapting. So although we may feel at times like whatever business we're in, um, you know, our, this challenge and this obstacle is mine and mine alone, it really is something that everybody's facing, which I think is comforting because it's it's obviously there's a lot of successful people out there and they're finding a way to make their businesses work. So just want to dig in a little bit on how to take advantage of some of that and what kind of mindset you need to be in to get there. I like it. So yeah, what, what would you say, you know, as we head into 2021 and with all the uncertainty, where, where do you even start? You know, that's one of the mental hurdles for me, um, to be quite honest is okay. All these challenges, how do I even get started planning on what I'm going to do? So what, what do you think there? So actually, that is one of the questions that comes up almost weekly in in a different form. Um, but Michael Hyatt talked a lot about this with all of us, with his coaching clients to say, this may seem so simplistic and most people want to turn their nose up at this a little bit, especially right now, because they think, well, what's the use? It seems futile, but you have to plan and you have to have goals set. And it would be tempting right now to say, well, it doesn't even make sense for me to do that because only a fraction of my plans may be able to be carried out. Um, his argument is that is the exact reason why you need a plan. It's more important this year than any other year because without it, you really are going to be fumbling around. So go into it with the mindset of, I know I'm going to have to be flexible. I know my plans may have to be altered and I might have to change them along the way. But he said, what you don't, what you don't vary on is your goals. So get your goals in place and goal setting. I think sometimes that's where he said people tend to turn up their nose and think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all about goal setting, but really outlining smart goals and the key motivator for each goal, which I think is a big one. We talk a lot about be specific with goals and make them measurable, you know, all the things that go with that SMART acronym. But he said, what's your motivator for reaching them? And if you write down the motivator for each goal, you're usually much more willing to adapt and be flexible with how you get there rather than saying, well, I'm gonna have to change my goal because that just got really hard this year. That's a good point. That's a good point. It's almost like you're kind of flipping the prism on how you how you look at your goals when you take that tor- sort of mindset. It almost allows you, yeah, to overcome more challenges, overcome more adversity because you know why you why you're doing it, and it's important to you. So that's a great point. I think so. In in a lot of the coaching sessions that we have too, he'll interrupt somebody and say, "Let me stop you." and Let's focus on your language right there. And I think we all have a tendency to say, well, this isn't happening for me because of this. And we list things that are not within our control. I am not able to hit my goals because I wasn't able to have face-to-face events or restaurants shut down or, you know, you can input anything there. And he said, let's watch the language because that isn't why you didn't hit your goals. You didn't hit your goals because those things happened and you refused to adapt. And I mean, that's a big one. It, it is hard to, you know, make ourselves be accountable for the things that if we would just sit back and say, well, is that really is that really true or did I choose 
not to adapt and not find a way, an alternate way to reach my goal. So goals is first. First and foremost, set the goals, be specific, and outline your key motivators. Okay. So we set our goals, make them specific, make sure we can track them, they're attainable, realistic, all of those things. Then what uh, What do you think we do? So there's a ton of resources, and I'm a, I'm a reader of all things. My husband, Brad, will often laugh because we'll go on our walks in the evening and I'll be like, well, I disagree because I read and he'll just laugh and be like, gosh, what did you read now? But I do like absorbing all these different thought processes and, you know, leaders that are out there in their industries and what they think. And one of the things that seems to be a recurring theme as I'm really digging into business ownership and leadership and being an entrepreneur is people forget to run their business like a business. And we talk about this with our advisors every year when we do end of year planning. Um, But typically we talk about it in the form of documenting the return on your investment. And we forget to be proactive with projecting expected cash flow. And really, if you're running your business like a business, you should be tracking your commissions, your expenses, fees, salaries, marketing, the return on that. It all helps forecast your expected cash flow, which immediately shows you where adjustments need to be made from a profitability standpoint. And if you're putting in plans and you're setting goals and you're missing the cash flow piece, it is really going to feel like you're kind of fumbling around without direction and don't really know what to expect from a profitability standpoint, which is never a good thing. That's a great point. It's almost like, hey, I I hit the, you know, I wanted to do a certain amount of business. I hit my business goal, but I didn't hit my profit profit goal because I wasn't good with my expenses and, and tracking those things. So that's a good point. I think that's uh, very important when you think about, hey, what, it, what are my plans for next year and how am I going to, you know, uh, track that and make sure that all that's in alignment with how it should be so that I'm most profitable that I can be. And I think egos get in the way sometimes, don't you? I mean, we'll have advisors in that'll talk and say, look, my goal is not to produce a hundred million a year. My goal is to make X, Y, Z, or my goal is to only work three days a week because it's more important for me to have the flexibility to do all these other things that I love, you know, and they usually rattle off hobbies that they're Um, you know, passionate about that they want to spend time with, I think you have to look at what kind of lifestyle do you want? Is your goal to say I generated X amount of business or is your goal to actually profit a certain amount? Because if you're spending 80% of the cash that you're bringing in, it it doesn't make any sense. You've got to make sure you're running a profitable business. And that's where that cash flow forecaster comes in and we do have tools if you don't have something quickly available like that uh, that you've used in the past we do have something for our advisors to use that would be uh, pretty simplistic to get started with pretty easy okay cool so just like an excel spreadsheet or something they can kind of input that stuff and it'll it'll lay it out for them so very helpful okay so that's step two Step two, we got to uh, we got to forecast, do the cash flow forecast, and then step three, where are we? At? 
Well, I think you could do a lot of things for step three. I mean, there's a lot of directions you could go with this. You could even almost say step one and two would get you 90% of the way there. Uh, But one thing that I really thought about as I went through my business training this year is we all have somebody that we rely on to get little projects off the ground or things that we want to implement for that uh, particular time frame, whether it's a quarterly goal, a monthly goal, an annual goal. There's typically somebody we're relying on to get that carried out. So some of you might have office staff of five or six people. Some of you might have an assistant. Some of you might have a spouse that helps you from time to time. Or maybe you just have a third party vendor that you're working with to try to get events done or social media posts up and running. But there's somebody that you're working with that's helping carry out the vision for what you want that project to be. And this is something I'm horribly guilty of. So you could probably weigh in here, Josh, because you're probably the one that is uh, on the receiving end the most. But I'll have these ideas of things that I want to accomplish. And for me, I'm I'm this mindset of I just need a, a little uh, uh, half the info and I'll run with it. It's some people <clears throat> may call that doing things half assed. I prefer quick start. <laughs> so give me a little bit of info and I will run with it for other people that. I mean, they're like their head is spinning because I've given them hardly any info. I know in my head what I want the end result to be, but I haven't communicated that very clearly. So this third piece of the puzzle that I would strongly recommend using as you're doing your planning for next year is a vision forecaster. And this is directly from Michael Hyatt's training. He has a lot of these materials available online and he also talks about them in his lead to win podcast which i would imagine since you're listening to our podcast there are others that you listen to and like lead to win is a great one he does it with his uh, daughter and they go through a lot of these resources that they coach on so this vision forecaster allows you to effectively delegate and outline exactly what each party is responsible for in order to achieve your goals. It's very cool. Okay. Yeah. That, that almost sounds like what we would call a gradient, a position description questionnaire, which uh, basically outlines you hire somebody that outlines the roles and what that person's supposed to do, except this one's a little bit more focused on specific tasks and specific things. So I think that's key. I think you got to get your thoughts down. That's the, in my opinion, that's the best way to communicate your vision to somebody, write it all down. You can bullet point it out. Then they know exactly what your expectation is. And if you've got key projects that have to get done to, to have a successful year, you better have something like that in place. So I think that's a great tool. And there's nothing more frustrating than having something, you know, that just, you've just got this vision in your mind of what you want it to be and how you want it to be carried out and when you want it done. And then the people that are helping you just have, we're not on the same page and it, it causes a lot of unnecessary frustration and delays. It makes your business not very efficient. And again, where it gets really hard to say, well, let me just take it, take a step back and have some ownership in that. Uh, pretty frequently we want to blame others, right? Well, that's not what I said and that's not what I meant. And this is what I, what I outlined. If we are being honest with ourselves, it's probably that we didn't communicate that very well. I know that's the case with me. Um, don't tell my family I said that, but 
it is usually <laughs> it's usually me that's not communicating very well with what my expectations are rather than it's them that just aren't following through. And that's probably honestly true with 95% of us. It's probably a communication issue on our end. It's not that somebody didn't hear us correctly. So I, I totally understand where you're coming from with that. Yeah. And a lot of this, I think, you know, as you're trying to figure out how am I going to put this all together and when's the right time to implement this? That's what we are here for. So you and I will help with this. There are tools that Gradient has. There are outside vendor resources. There's all kinds of things available to you to help kind of map this out. What I would look at first is, you know, really determining what feels like the biggest obstacle for you right now? What feels like the biggest challenge? And one thing that I've heard recently that I just love is instead of saying, well, I can't do that or that's not going to work because instead shifting the mindset and saying what would have to be true in order to accomplish that. And that really shifts your mindset, right? If you're thinking like, okay, instead of I can't do that or that's not going to work, what would have to be true in order for it to work. Yeah, that's a, that's a great mindset to have. And I think it's also important when you think about the uncertainty of maybe 2021 with what's going on. I personally, if it was me, the thing that gave me the most anxiety, the most uncertainty caused the most uncertainty. That's probably what I would tackle first, get Mm -hmm. that out of the way, make sure you've got that nailed down. And then the rest of your year, you know, build from there, but at least you've got that one thing that's causing you the most heartache out of the way. And so that's how I would approach my year. And you need to be open and honest with the people that are supporting you. So I'll give an example. I just had a conversation with an advisor this morning and he's had a very good year. Business is up. Um, very familiar with all of our resources and tied into a lot of those things. Um, But we just did a quick check-in call, you know, how are you feeling? What, if anything, do we need to address here over the next three weeks so you don't stumble into January without a plan? And he shared with me that one of the biggest obstacles he's having is actually closing business virtually. It's not Zoom meetings. It's not the technology. It's not the opening appointment. It's not building reports, not any of those things. He's just so uncomfortable with the actual, that closing appointment because he's just always done it in person. He is in his groove when he's in person to do it virtually. He said, I'm getting a lot of the, okay, that sounds great. You know, let me think about it, which he doesn't get when they're face to face. And so we really dug into what is happening differently than what, what is happening differently either in your mind or in your verbiage or in your body language. That isn't when you're face to face. And sometimes you just need to talk that through with somebody. So talk through it with your spouse. If you have a business coach, great. If you want to talk through it with us, that's what we're here for. And just uncovering some little things like that could make a big difference in how you tackle that going into the new year. Sure. And I think it's always, it's nothing really ever major. It's usually just one little tweak. Somebody points it out and then boom, off you go and uh, you start writing business again. So that's a great story. That is crazy. I don't know if that is um, 
if that makes people feel better or worse <laughs> to me, it would make me feel better that it's just one small little thing. It's probably not anything that's, you know, you're 90% of what you're doing is probably right on. It's that 10% that you can really zero in on that can make all the difference in the world. So it's probably not the big items that need change. It's the little things. It's the, you know, little tweaks to verbiage or opening or closing a call or how you send a follow-up or how you set expectations, you know, little things like that can make a big, big difference. And we put together a lot of resources for you from other advisors so you can see and hear exactly what they do. Compare that to where you're struggling to see if there's something um, that's a little bit different that you could adapt to. Sure. And I think that kind of leads into uh, the Million Dollar Mind series, right? So we've got Mark and Rami, the Million Dollar Minds. They're giving you an inside look, our agents and advisors, an inside look at their practice. Did what? Close to $100 million uh, in new business last year between the two of them. So having, you know, go watch those videos. Those will give you some, a few ideas, a few little things that may make all the difference in the world when it comes to, to writing more business. So I think that's another good resource we can kind of talk about and it kind of lead, it kind of feeds into or fits in uh, with this topic nicely. Yes. And we've got other resources similar to that. We've got some announcements coming in relation to that with some things we're going to open up for our advisors. But if you have not checked out that docu-series and there's 13 episodes where they really dig into the specifics of their practice, you can access that on our website. So if you just go to www.theadvisorarena.com, at the very top of the page, you'll see a banner running that says click here to access Million Dollar Minds. Click it. If you have your login information for the ConnectsMe portal, you'll just enter it there. If you do not have login information for ConnectsMe and you want to access it, you'll need to email us. So our contact information is also online. Just shoot us a message. We are more than happy to set you up with some credentials where you can watch that. So that would be a great next step if this is a, a topic that's of interest. And then, of course, if you want to go through any of the planning resources, that Josh and I discussed. Um, also, out to the webpage, theadvisorarena.com. Just go to the contact us section, shoot us an email, and we're happy to send those your way and dig in a little deeper to help you plan. So, it's that time of year, time to get cracking. And, and honestly, I've looked at this cash flow forecaster uh, that you had sent over. This thing's awesome. Everybody should be calling us to request at least that. I mean, that thing. That's a very, very helpful tool. Yes, I agree. And I think it's one of those things that embarrassingly most of us skip. You know, we think, well, somebody else surely is doing that. Or I've got, you know, my tax prepare at the end of the year. I've got an accountant or a bookkeeper, but they're not the ones that are making the decisions on what should you should tweak for how you spend money and how you hire and what you invest in for marketing. You've got to have a handle on that in order to be making appropriate decisions. So that's a big one. So hopefully this episode was helpful as always. If it was, please go and leave us a review. If you're listening to us on iTunes, you can subscribe, rate, and review right there. We appreciate it so much. It helps us keep bringing you good content. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.